everybody. This is your girl, Donna D, a.k.a. The Urban Mommy, and I am here with another podcast. Today, the topic is AJ Nothing But A Number. Now, I know I stole that from a popular singer. Rest in peace, Aaliyah. Um, but we're talking about a young person, a teenager, who is doing incredibly wonderful things. And his name is Asher Warren. Asher, would you like to introduce yourself to everyone? Yeah, hello. My name is Asher Warren. I am a 16-year-old published author, and I have been writing for like as long as I can remember, but I have been publishing for nine years, I think. So yeah, it's me. Wow. So you self-publish? Yeah, I do. Yeah. So nine years, that's before Amazon, right? Yeah. So I, it's weird. When I was like seven years old, my parents knew I loved writing. So they like, they were like, okay, we're gonna be in the summer program. Like you gotta publish a story. And I was seven years old. I thought that was really cool. So, and then I started doing it again, either very beginning of middle school or end of elementary school, like short stories, which I'm very embarrassed of to this day, but I mean, hey, it helped, it started my career. And then freshman year, I, um, I actually wrote my first book and published it. So it was either freshman or sophomore year. So yeah, I've been doing this for like nine years long time that's amazing that's amazing okay so since you're so young your interview is going to be a little different so because usually i ask people to go back but so since you're so young we have to ask you to go forward so when you were a little bit younger what did you want to be when you grew up so when i was a little younger i never kind of knew what i wanted to be i always knew that i liked writing but I never thought it could be a career. I always thought of it more of a hobby. So whenever someone like asked me like, what do you want to do? I always just find, I don't know. But I, I always secretly hoped that I could be an author when I grew up because like, I thought that would just be super cool. Like, you know, coming up with stories and sharing them with people and making money off that. That was just such a cool idea to me. Were you very creative when you were younger? Uh, I was I was creative, but not in the way most people would think. It was a little disturbing, but I'll, I'll get into why. When I was three, my dad sat me down on the couch. I was three years old and put on Nightmare on Elm Street and Resident Evil and forced me to watch them. And that scarred little me. And I started like drawing like comic books and like stuff like that based off what I saw. And that's how I got into the horror like genre. So that that's I, I was creative because I would stuff that would worry my teachers. But, you know, my, my parents are always like, oh, you know, he just likes scary things. But, right. You like scary stuff. Who's your favorite scary person in movies? Like serial killer? Yeah. Uh, serial killer wise, either Hannibal, because I think he's a very interesting character, or probably it's the classic ghost face, because I think he's it's pretty great. It's cool. Okay. It's pretty, so what's your scariest movie? That I've ever seen? Yes. Uh, it's a movie called Terrified. It's a Spanish movie. Mm-hmm. And I don't exactly know when it came out, but I remember I was 14 years old at my friend's house for my birthday, and he was like, hey, you want to see a scary movie? He put it on, and I would not leave the group. I don't really? get scared at movies. I don't know what this movie was. It was terrifying. It was really? really it really scared I saw it again recently, and it didn't necessarily scare me, but it definitely made me really uncomfortable. So if anyone likes really? scary movies, Check that out. It's on Shutter. It's, it's interesting. On Shutter, I am definitely gonna watch. I, I love scary movies. My favorite is the Insidious series. Okay. Yeah. I love Insidious. I like The Thing. My, uh, John Carpenter's The Thing. Uh huh. Yeah, Insidious is good. 
So are all of your books horror? Uh, horror, I would say yes, but that's also kind of a loose term because books kind of like my second one aren't necessarily flat out horror or like the, not not the one I'm writing right now, which is my fourth, but the fifth the one I'm planning. That's also not necessarily horror, but it kind of falls into like the subgenres of thriller. But that kind of stuff where it will make you uncomfortable. Yeah. Okay. And in fact, I'm glad you said that because I have a question. Yeah. I guess I'm I'm the adult asking you, but what yeah. is the difference between horror and thriller? Do you know? I I didn't know that I was writing a different genre. I had no clue, but then a lot of people came up to me and were like, that didn't like horror and were like, hey, I love this. It's a thriller novel. Like, it is. So to be totally honest, I don't know. I kind of just do it without knowing. So I could not tell you the difference if I tried. Gotcha. I think and, kind of, it's just the same thing. And the, I think so. And the, the, the reason why I'm asking because I love horror movies or what I thought was horror movies. But when yeah. I look at like my suggested movies, it's always, it'll say thriller. And then yeah. I'm like, wait, so am I watching a thriller? I guess thriller is the one that maybe you scream more. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's the more suspenseful ones, you know, where it's not yeah. necessarily like flat out, like like a creature or something terrifying, but it like, yes. it makes you more uncomfortable and like, like what's going to happen next. I think that yeah. might be the difference. Possibly. In fact, that'll be my homework to figure out what's the difference. Cause I'm really curious. That. Yeah, I got to Google that too. Yeah, we got to figure that out because I love watching it. So, how is it being a teenager, so young? You're 16 and you already have two books, one on the way, and then you have other ones that you are working on. So, for one, how is that to be a teen author? And two, where do you find the time? Uh, so how how is it? I think it's it has some very good upsides and also some very not anymore. Used to have very big downsides. I'll start with the downsides: bullying, a lot of it. It's mainly a thing. It's like a lot of kids, like they're kind of just like, why do you do what you do? Or they're like, make fun of plots or something. But I enjoyed it because kids would buy my books and then make fun of me. But like, they're buying my books, so they're making me money. So like, I didn't mind that. Then upsides, uh, you get you make a lot of connections with people, like other authors. Like I, I've made connections with a bunch of other authors and I think it's great. So being an author so young, it's 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 really difficult to like I said finding time because I'm in school full time, so I have to focus on work, studying. I'm a junior. I got to focus on college soon, like what college I want to go to. So what I do is I have a free fourth period, so I go home an hour and a half early, and that is when I'll typically write, or I'll write on weekends or just whenever I'm done with my homework during homeroom times like that. So you get to go home during the day at school. An hour and a half early, every day. Yeah. Are you in you in California, right? Yeah. Y'all get to leave school and come back? No, we don't come back. No. So what I what I did was I haven't. So my at least with my high school, we have four periods, uh, one semester, and then the next semester we have a different four period. So it's a year's worth of stuff in one semester. Mm-hmm. So what we're allowed to do is we can take an unscheduled fourth, which means that we don't have a fourth period. Uh that semester so i did that both semesters so all year i get out an hour and a half early every day wow that is awesome do you have to have like certain grades to do that is every is everyone eligible everyone's eligible you just got to be careful because you don't want to mess up like your credits so i had to make sure that the class that i dropped out of was an elective so i didn't need it so but if it was something like academic you want to have a fourth period but i i made sure that i would have been good to go if i didn't have one 
but anyone it's nice we yeah. have something similar in i live in new orleans so we have something similar it's called early release but it's only for seniors okay. and then i think you have to have a job so you guys have a lot of freedom and that's cool we have early release also so i got out on every wednesday so i got an extra early today it's really nice okay that's cool all right all right i mean all right california <laughs> okay so how long does it take you to write a book that has very, there is no typically for that there is no typically for me it it depends on the plot like there's some plots that i'm way more interested in than others like i'm not saying there's any i'm not interested in but there's some that i'm just like i have to get this done so my first book maniacal i was so slow that took me like six months to a year my second book three months and it was twice as long and it got way better reviews it, it got it took three months and then my third took about four i think three or four also and then the one i'm writing now so far it's been a couple weeks and i'm like a fourth of the way done so this one i would assume another couple months so it just depends okay so are these books all a series or are they standalone both uh, I do what Stephen King does, where he has characters that come back. Come back. Mm-hmm. So in my first book, uh, like there's a couple characters. I think I can. They're mentioned in whatever, so I can actually talk about this. Okay. I'm not spoiling anything. No one, like you know, they're the main character, and one of the other main characters. The main guy is a teenager, and there's another main guy is a police officer. They're the main guys in that, but then they come back in other stories, uh, as like little cameos or like as other main characters. Or like, there's a, a character in my second book. The main guy's name is Adam. In my third book, one of the main guys is his dad. But like, you don't have to read them for them to make sense. But if you do read them in order, not in order of release, but in order of the years they take place, there's not. I wouldn't say there's like an overarching story, but there is an overarching storyline for certain characters, like certain character arcs. Okay. You don't have to read them in order, but like, I would suggest it. Okay, so out of all of your books that you've published so far, including the one in October, who yes. is your favorite character altogether? I cannot give a number one. I can I can give it the top three. Top all right, three. let's do top three. Doesn't the order doesn't matter, but let's go yeah. top three. So first off, I'm gonna go with a character named Richard, or uh, he's called Dick in the book. I'll call him Dick. His name is Dick Collins. He is one of the he's the secondary main character in my second book, The Fears Are Breathing. He's one of the main adventurers. I just love everything about him. I think he's hilarious. He's smart. He's like I said, he's funny. He knows what to do in situations. And I just he, if I had to pick a one, which I really don't, I think it might be him. He's just like I, I, I love his character so much. And a bunch of people that like read it agreed. Second, I got to give it to the main character of my third book. Her name is Rachel Webb. It's it's not the fact that she's like a super like. I don't know, like a funny person. She's just the most interesting character I've ever written and the most advanced character I've ever written because there are so many things. Like I said, I can't really get into detail with this one because it's not out yet. There are so many things about her. You're like, oh, 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 oh. Like there's so many, like there's so many layers to her. And then finally is one of the main people from Maniacal. His name is Officer Wyatt Jenkins. He's just unstoppable. there were, people thought that the book was supernatural because of how much he went through and survived. And I, I just think he's a really cool guy. 
Uh, he's come he's come back in almost every single one of my books, and I'm probably gonna do that again because he's just that that whole thing. He just comes back. I love him. I think he's really okay. great. All right. So, what about your least favorite character? I know exactly who it is the second you said that, and I don't even remember her name. Hold on. <laughs> what? What's? I have the book right here. I can find her name. I. She sucks. She's just. I. She just. She contributes nothing. Uh, let me find it. Where is it? Uh, it. I think it's. I think her name is Ivy, right? Or something like that. I don't even remember. That's how bad she is. I don't remember. <laughs> She's a maniacal. Yeah, she okay. she just doesn't do anything. That's it. I don't like her. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 a lot of people don't understand, but sometimes I, I don't know if you're the same way. I write. I have a you know books as well. So sometimes when we write characters, we don't always know. We may know what someone is gonna do, but sometimes our brain just takes over, and the yeah. character like sometimes people will say, "Can you put me in your book?" I'm like, "Look, I can put you in my book, but I can't promise things are gonna go right." You know. Yeah. I don't know. I can put you in here. I'll give you a character, and then next yeah. thing you know, something happens to you. But I mean, sometimes we can't do it, so that's why yeah. we can have a favorite character, even though they're all our characters. Sometimes yeah. it's something about that person because they are actually a real person in our head. Yeah, the thing that I didn't like was that I, when I wrote her character, I was like, okay, she's going to be crucial to the plot, and then she does nothing. She does, there's nothing, like, there's characters I write that are purely evil, like, horrible people. There's a character named Lachlan in my new book who I didn't even realize is, like, the epitome of evil. But I still like him more, because at least he does something. Like, at least he's there for a purpose, you know? Like, I, I don't know. But I agree with what you're saying. I don't, I, sometimes they take control. Yeah, they take control. So we can't, like, you, you had an idea for her to be important, and then it just happened, and then she wasn't. But that's... It's weird with writing sometimes. Um, So how do you get your inspiration for your movies, your books? I'm sorry. Maybe claiming something for you. How do you get that? You know, how do you get inspired? There's so many different things. But then there's also at the same time, I would say nothing. Like my first book, Michael, obviously, I was inspired by a TV show called Slasher. I don't know if you've seen it, but season it. If you watch season four of that and then read my book you'll notice there's some heavy similarities like I, that and then my second book i don't remember what inspired me i think bear grills he's an adventurer he is the show man vs wild i thought he was cool my third book nothing i just thought i had sad ghost story and bam 350 pages later i had my book my fourth my fourth book which i'm working on now absolutely nothing and then my fifth book which i can't say anything about uh Sans the Lambs inspired it. That's all I said. That's yeah. that's a pretty good one. That's a. I definitely want to read these books because I love, like I said, I love horror thriller. But and it's interesting. Your books are very long. Some are. Uh, my first. I can actually show you here. This is my first book. Very tiny. Um, it's two or three times as long. So my first book is very short. It is a hundred. 40 pages long. It's a short book. It's a very quick read. Second one, 330, I think, something like that. It's a, this one's a, it's a lot, it's a lot bigger. And then my third one is even bigger. Uh, so, and then my fourth is going to be tiny. So I, I, I guess it just depends where the story goes or like how intriguing it's supposed to be or like in depth. 
But how do you know when to end the story? Uh, I typically always come up with the ending first. I do. Like when I wrote this, I knew how it was gonna end. Like I was like, okay, that's what's gonna happen. I just gotta figure out what's the meat in the middle and that's gonna lead it there. I don't. It's literally just a random idea that comes in my head. Like I'll be showering and then that's how it's gonna go. That's it. Like that. that that's it. There's not like like some like extreme like crazy process to it. It's just like a sudden realization. Okay. So when you get those ideas, they just pop, pop in your head. What do you do? Yeah. Do you write them down or you just let me, I need to go right now. What do you do? I, if it's a book I'm currently writing, I will sometimes write, I won't like write out the ending, but I'll, I'll write like a couple sentences. Like this is how it's going to go. But for certain things, I just have to remember it. And then even if I forget the, the way I write, sometimes it'll end up the way that I want it to end, like, accidentally. Like, I'll completely forget. I'm like, oh, I gotta come up with a new ending. And then when I write the ending, I realize, wait a second, that's exactly what it was gonna be. So, I just I just try to remember and hope I don't forget. It's probably not the most efficient way, though. <laughs> I would I would definitely forget. I, I have yeah. so many notes in my phone. I'm like, what is this for? And I'm like, oh, oh I don't have phone. any. Yeah, I have lots of notes okay um also i read in your bio that you have adhd yes okay. yeah so that is not that everything else that you aren't doing that that mean that you are doing isn't impressive but that is extremely impressive that even with adhd i have it as well so that's why i yeah. can understand having adhd and still being able to sit down and put together those pieces that's impressive oh it helps it helps me yeah. Because my mind, you can probably tell, I just don't stop talking. That's how my brain works, too. I have yeah. a million things going on at a time, which is so perfect because I have so many ideas coming through and, like, what to do. So that, I use it to my advantage. And then if I need to sit down and be quiet to write, I will play music. I'll focus on the music and I'll just, just write it out. So that's how I deal with no, it. I cannot write with music on. I can't write with anything yeah. on. I have to write. I have to write with music. If I don't have like a playlist of my favorite songs playing as I'm writing, nothing's gonna come out. Wow. Okay. So if you could go back to your first book, Maniacal, yeah. and change, let's you know, sometimes we read and say, Oh, I should have did this, I should have did that. If you Everything. could change anything about it, would you? Everything. You would? Everything. <laughs> Really? I'm not here to crap on my book, but that's exactly what I'm going to do. Uh, it's, I don't know. I wish I could have just made it not so much of a cliche. And I would have changed. There was a lot of things that didn't make sense that I would have changed. But I, I don't know. Like there's not, when you're writing a slasher, there's not much you can do to make it like its own thing. So obviously it receives a lot of things that are like, this is unoriginal, this sucks, blah, blah. But there's nothing I could have done to avoid that. So, but I, there definitely would have been a lot of things. I would have definitely made more character development, especially for the, um, that one character that I don't remember the name of. I wish I, I wish I made her more important. I wish I did that. And I also wish that I made, uh, the, the killers more interesting because they're, uh, motive wasn't yeah. it's not bad but there's a lot that i could have made better but then again i, I wrote this at 14 so. right i mean please don't mm -hmm. even i mean we all have little ish yeah. things that we could change so i i definitely yeah. think either way you are awesome thank you yeah.
um, what else I want? Okay, so what about your other books? Do you see the growth from Maniacal to the others? Yes, I do, and so does everyone else. There is not a single thing I would change about my third novel. There's not a thing. I've had a lot of people read it. I have arc readers. Uh, you probably know what that is. If not, uh, advanced, advanced reader copy. It's people that get to read your book before it's out to make sure that everything's good. N- nobody has had a single complaint about it. My second book, there were a little bit of filler. There's a lot of filler. I'll correct it to say a lot. I'm not saying it's a bad book, and I think it's amazing, and I loved it, but there's a lot of stuff that obviously could have been sped up. But with my third book, there's not a... I, there's not, I can't... I, I hate to sound cocky when I say it, but I'm just saying what other people say. There's not. There's nothing I find wrong with it. But that's good. That's, that's, that yeah. shows your growth. I mean, you're, and yeah. you're only 16, so yeah. you've grown that much in just two yeah. years. So that is awesome. So, of course, I'm going to continue to congratulate you because that's beautiful my son is 17 right now so i'm gonna make him watch this (laughs) so he can know look it's okay you're 17 you can still do some stuff so where do you see yourself in 10 years asher i don't know i would hope like successful i mean the fact that like obviously me at seven years old at the little summer camp like oh doing this as a hobby and like what, nine years later? I was doing a book signing at University of San Diego the other week. That is still so crazy. I did I did not think that me writing little short comic books would end up leading here. Like, like I say this on every interview, and I'm probably going to say it on every other one. I would not even have think, like thought of myself being here, being interviewed in the first place. That's still crazy to me. So in 10 years, I think everything will work out. I mean, things are working out as a teenager. I don't see why they would start going downhill as I get older. Okay. So I can see this being a career in me being successful. I do, I do as well. So what do you think about movies? Do you ever think about maybe going to film? No, but I do have connections with that. Okay. My my best friend, I've known him for six years, name is Ethan Nickel. We have a podcast together. He's a great, I love that guy. He edits my books. He he's amazing he loves filming and he wants to go into filmmaking like he wants to go to ucla nyu all that stuff and he liked making short films and he wants to obviously we'll work together on like stuff for my book so we could turn some things into movies uh he wants to he he wants to do like short scenes so my books and put them on youtube and then eventually when he's older we can actually make like stuff with the budget so that turns out well that would be really cool. That's a good idea. So what's the name of your podcast? So we have a podcast. It's called The Thin Ice Podcast. Please, nobody listen to it. Um, I may try to seem professional here, like, as I'm writing. Like, you know, I made that thing in middle school, okay? I- I'm going to apologize <laughs> to everyone who's ever heard it. It's literally just me and him unfiltered talking as much crap, like, to each other about, like, everything. It is the most unprofessional, but it's, I, I gotta say, it's funny. Like, it's not what you expect from me. You listen to this, you're like, oh, this kid, he writes, he's, he's calm, he's organized. And you listen to that, and you're just like, oh, my God. It is, it's something. Um, like, just don't judge me when people listen to it. <laughs> All right. So, uh, I know you, you, talk, you spoke about college, so you, you do have plans on going to college. What do you want to study when you get there? business because I already know the writing side and someone I know said this I'm not sure if it was their quote or someone else's but I'll just quote the person I know saying this on it 
you could write the most amazing thing in the world, but if you don't know how to market it, it's not going to sell. No one's going to know about it. So I want to go into business. First off, like I said, I, I know how to do the writing part. I need to know how to do the selling part. With business, I can work on selling things. I can also work on like other small businesses that could help boost up writing. And if writing, God forbid, doesn't go well, I'll at least know how other ways to make money. So that's what I want to do in college is business. And that's what I've wanted to do since I was like a little kid. Okay. And that's good. Actually, on some of my podcasts, I was doing something on Wednesdays where I would spotlight uh, an author. Before I did this format that I'm doing now, I would only pick authors and they would talk about the book Yeah. on Wednesdays. And before I would start it, I would say, you can have the best book in the world, the best book in the room, the best book on the shelf. But if nobody knows about it, it's going to stay there. Yeah. So that's why this was part of the reason why I do the podcast and we speak about books because yeah. we want even if ten people listen, that's ten more people that can hear about your book exactly. that can possibly, you yeah. know, purchase it. Yeah. And um, so that's good. A lot. So and some people say like ten people is not a lot of people. That is, it's ten whole people that know about your thing. Right. That's a lot. And actually, we we, yeah. we get a lot of people listening to the show. Believe it or not, we have a lot of people listening. Um, because I try to make the stories relative. So it's about your book, but it's not just about your book. Like we're literally talking about how Asher is 16 and he's doing all this stuff. So that is, can be inspiring to someone else who's young and you know, they age won't stop you. So you can be 16 and you can be doing whatever you want to do. If you put your mind to it. Yeah. You can do anything I've had, which like all this stuff is still so new to me and surprised me, but I've had people like email me and tell me that they've started writing because of my books. And I'm like, wow i didn't think that i would actually have an impact on people but yeah it doesn't matter how old you are just do what you like yes this is the sad truth you're going to get hate no matter what it is no matter how good it is to see past that you'll you'll probably succeed one way or another you can do anything if you like if you want to make like youtube videos film yourself but you don't have to have equipment put it up there if you like writing do a short story self-publish it with kdp it's free if you want to make a podcast record something with your friend put it up it doesn't matter how old you are. You can do anything. Do whatever you want. Like, like, like me, I'm 16. I'm publishing books. Nothing's stopping me. Nothing's stopping any of you or anyone who's listening. You can just do that whatever you want. very true. Words from the wise, from the wise young man. So, um, when we talk about the books that you're going to be doing in the future, we're going to stick with the same genre. Do you think you will ever look to cross over into anything else? So I kind of am currently. So I like obviously horror, but I'm doing all the subgenres. I've done slasher. I've done uh, psych thriller. I've done um, ghost stories. The one I'm doing now, my my fourth book, which it's called Magnolia. That's almost as much as I can give. I can't say any characters yet, but I can give you people, everyone, all you guys listening, the basic premise. I, I've been obsessed with zombies since I was a like, little kid, so I was like, I'm finally going to do it. So it's diving more into the heavy quotations here, action type thing, but it's really not. Um, But it's not as much, like I said, of a horror novel, but it is going to be like a fun zombie novel. I you can't say fun with it, but you you guys know what I mean. It's like it's like how Zombieland's fun, you know? Okay. But stuff like that. Uh, All right. So I do want to stick with like horror and I do kind of want to scare people because that's what I like doing because I've tried other genres. I wrote like a revenge action comedy type thing and I was a hundred, 150, 200 pages in 
and out of nowhere i was like nah i deleted it i was like this ain't me this isn't me this isn't what i like to do so wow. i'll stick with okay do you like haunted houses yeah i'm going to, i love them I, I do i go to horror nights at universal every year i love that stuff it's so fun. wait what's horror what's horror night halloween horror nights at universal studios oh yeah so what is that explain it sounds fun so universal studios i'm assuming everyone knows what that is it's like the theme mm-hmm. park that, like, horror movie so halloween horror nights is it's in end of september and all the way throughout how like to halloween they turn the entire theme park at like from like 6 p.m and on into a flat-out horror-themed exhibit. So, scare actors with, like, masks and weapons, like, I'm still chasing after you till like, 2 in the morning. And there's a ton of haunted houses, like, based off the Universal movies. All the rides are open, which is amazing. And they have, like, concerts, all, like, horror-themed food. And it's, and that's what it is. And it's an event from, like, 6 p.m. to 2 in the morning. Uh, Last year, I didn't fully stay till two. I was way too tired, but I did the first year and I'm hoping to this year. And I go to that all the time. I love it. It's, I'm going in a month. It's so fun. Wow, I'm jealous. I wish we, you're gonna make me, and that's, that, that's in LA. And there's also one, there's also the one in Universal in Florida. In Florida, in Orlando. So they do Orlando. it too? I don't go to that one, no. I can't believe I've never heard of this. And I thought I was like a horror you're- expert. Oh, I've never uh, heard of this. If you can go to try to go to the one of them at least sometime in however long in the future, it is so fun. I it's love amazing. haunted houses. Like, so on my YouTube channel where I put the uh, podcast, if you look yeah. further down, like I go to lots of haunted houses. I take my kids. I mean, they okay. used to it now. They used to be scared, but I love haunted houses. But this is definitely something I'm going to look up because I want to go to the yeah, next one. I don't get scared by haunted houses, but I've gotten scared every single time I go to one of these. They're so, so fun. Oh, yeah. It's oh. so cool. So, look, you have to, at some point in your life, you're still young. You need to come to New Orleans, right? So, you know, New Orleans is one of the most haunted cities in America, right? I've, I've heard a lot about that, yeah. Yes. So, when you come here, because you're going to come, there uh, is something called a haunted tour. And you would like it because it's actually a haunted history tour. So they take you around the city and you get to see like all these different weird scenes and stuff. But they tell you the history of the city, which is also very haunted. So you should definitely check that out. Isn't haunted? Doesn't haunted mansion take place in New Orleans? Right? Yes, it does. You just yes. saw that movie the other night. Yes, yes, it just it's it's here. So there's all kind of cool stuff going on right now, but. Yeah. That haunted tour, I literally go every year, but you know, cause it's different. Every time you have a different tour guide, it's, yeah. it's really cool. And you may really like that. It's pretty nice. Okay. Do you do American Horror Story? You like that? I, I never, I, I tried, I didn't like it. I tried watching it. I, I thought it's it was a little like, weird. It's a little different. Was, yeah, I thought it was a little weird. Yeah, it's a little, it's, you have to be a, a certain level of weird to like it. I like it sometimes, but it is weird. I, one of the seasons, I forgot which one, but the one in New Orleans, that one is, it's pretty straightforward and it's really good. It's not a lot of weirdness on going that, on there. The it's the one in New Orleans. Is that the circus huh? one? Is that the circus one? Not the circus. It may be season three. Okay. And um, it's really good. So it's going to yeah. tell you a lot about that history stuff I was telling you about, like with Madame LaLaurie. They're going to talk about her. There's a lot of good stuff in that particular one. And it's not a, it's not a weird one. Because some of them are extremely weird, but it's not. Just look up. I think it, it may be season three, two or three. 
Yeah, I've watched movie. a lot of horror shows. It was funny. I don't watch a lot. Really? The only, the only show I watch besides Slasher, which is considered horror, would be You. That, that's funny. You? It's a Netflix show, yeah. That's not even horror or thriller. That's just... It, it, I, I would say that's a thriller show. I would say you that's have you, seen, have you seen the most recent season? Yes. I guess it is thriller. You can't tell me that's not just It is. You're right. You're right. I'm like, yeah. That is I guess that would be it. I guess I would have never thought of it. I, I don't know what I would think of it as. A very uncomfortable show. It is extremely uncomfortable. And I love it, it. It took me a while to get to watch it because the first episode was like extremely weird but after I got past that really weird scene the rest of it was amazing I think I binge watched the whole first season yeah I think I just did all of them in like two or three days it was awesome yeah I thought I thought season one was pretty good and when I got to season two and three with the love Quinn story I I think I watched it in one sitting I it, it was so good yeah it was good yeah love love is a mess <laughs> yeah, so, oh, yeah if you could pick I think I know the answer. I'm going to say the third book, but I'm going to ask you, if you could pick a favorite book of all of your books, what would you say? I would say third. Yeah, third. Uh, and what's the name of the third book? It's called Remorse and Regret. And it is, I don't even, that's the thing is, I don't even know how to describe this novel. I don't. Like when I thought, sad ghost story, but that's just not it. Yeah, sure. It's, it's a ghost story. And yeah, sure. It is. It's very, very, it's very, very sad novel. Like, it actually kind of broke me while writing it. There's certain things in this book. There's a lot of stuff in this book, like themes, that a lot of people don't go into. A lot of very heavy stuff, like abuse, addiction, like real-world problems and trauma. Mm -hmm. I sadly know a lot of people that can relate to that kind of stuff. So I was like, all right, I'm going to write about it. So that book, like, genuinely hurt to write. And it's a very, very, very depressing story. It is a horror novel, I will say. It is the scariest thing I've ever written. I shared a scene with my sister. She didn't sleep that night. Uh, I'm very proud of that fact. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Reed. She's only she's only like 12. I feel bad, but very proud of that. <laughs> well, but that means, that means you did a good job. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I was like, hey, Reed, can I, can, I, uh, can I read you this? You know, test it out. She's like, yeah, sure. Five minutes later, like, it was <laughs> Yeah. That's good. So your siblings are supportive? Uh, yeah, yeah. My sister, she not allowed to read my stuff. I'm not, no way. Um, she's too young for that. My brother, he, I think he's only read my first one. He liked it. And then my my dad also reads it. He wasn't a fan of the first. He didn't like that. Uh, but he read the second one. Loved it. Loved the second one. Okay. Uh, I'm only worried because my grandma wants to read my third. Um, so that's something. <laughs> Nah, it, the third one is the one that's coming out for Halloween, right? Yeah, this Halloween. Okay, I'm definitely gonna go ahead and get it. So, if we did want to order your books, how can we? How can we get them? So you can either go through Amazon Goodreads or my websites. They all pretty much lead to the same thing, which is the monopoly that is Amazon. Uh, so you can go to Amazon. You can just look up either my the book names, Maniacal, The Trees of Breathing, or Remorse and Regret, which you can pre-order for Kindle now. Um. Or you can just look up my name, Astra Warren. You can do that on Google too. I should be the first thing that pops up. Really, the last time. Or you can, like I said, you can go to Goodreads, which you can also just you know look up my name, look up the names of my books. Or you can go to my website, which is the most straightforward, which is WarrenCreations.com. W a e r sorry W a r r e n c r e a t i o n s dot c o m. There, 
um, I have just all of my books listed, all of my interviews, my podcast, just everything in one organized place. That's probably the best. Okay. And can you, you have social media? Of course, yeah. Can you share oh. that? Yeah, so I, yeah, I have Instagram, which is, I do post a lot about my author stuff, but it's also my personal Instagram. It is Asher Robinson 9 which my real name. Yeah, Asher Warren's a fake name. I'm surprised. Yeah, Asher Robinson 9 And, or you can go to my TikTok, which I suggest I post almost every day. And that's where you'll find most of like my content, which is Asher Warren Writes. So that's A S H E R W A R R E N W R I T E S. Right. Okay. All right. So usually when I end the podcast, I always tell my guests to give them, give their 17 year old selves some advice. But I can't. Right. But you can't. So we're going to pretend that. No, we're not going to pretend. We are going to say. If you could go back. Yeah. And talk to 10-year-old Asher. 10-year-old me, okay. So let's talk to 10-year-old Asher. What are we going to tell him? What's going on with 10-year-old Asher? And what can we tell him to let him feel better about the future? I don't know. Because uh, 10 years old, I was also just writing a lot. I was doing the same stuff. Probably let him know how it's turned out so far. So to not give up. Because I've definitely come close to that. Tell him that. And tell them to watch more horror movies. You no, know? more. Uh, it's it's more uh, material to write about. So that's probably what I tell them. Don't give up because it does go well for you. And watch more stuff to get more ideas. Good. I love it. That's a good look. That's 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 good advice because a lot of times we see things and it may not be going the way we think it should, and we quit. So yeah, I'm sure ten year old Asher would really appreciate that oh, yeah. to know that in six more years he's going to have three books. Two more on the way. He's going to have podcasts. He's going to be interviewed. He's going to be doing book signings. signings. He is the man. I received, for the first time, this was crazy to me. I posted something where, uh, because one author I know posted like a fan art competition. And I was like, "Eh, I'm not going to copy him. And then some other one I know copied that person did it too. I was like, screw it. Let's join the mixes. So I posted one and I actually received, I received one thing so far. I received it really quickly. And it is really good. I it, It's one of my ARC readers, so someone that reads early, so I can't share it because it does kind of spoil slightly the third book. But okay. I I was shocked because I just got an email. I open it, and it's so cool. It's like actually my stuff come to life. Okay. That's It's crazy. Good. Well, I can't wait to October 31st so I can buy the book as well. I'm going to check out your books. Yeah. Um, What else we got? But I'm very proud of you, Ash. Even though I just met you today, I'm very proud of you because that's amazing yeah. that you can do all of those things. Yeah. So I want to thank you so much for coming on. We've been talking for over a month or so, and I'm glad we were able to get those dates together because I know you're in school, so it's a little different yeah. for you. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. It is. Good. So is there anything you would like to say before you go? Not not really. I feel like I've said everything. Like, if, like, like if you want to write write if you want to make videos make videos you can do anything when it comes to writing i always say this this is just your, your first like your first book or whatever you write first it's never going to be your greatest it's a stepping stone for the future so like if you publish something and it gets like crapped on horrible reviews that does not mean to give up that means use what you did wrong and 
no, not use what you did wrong, sorry. Use what you did right and apply that to the next one and then just don't do what you did wrong and it will end up getting better every time. That's what I did. My first book, it has some awful reviews. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna take what I did right with that. I'm gonna do what I did wrong and not do that this time. And I wrote my second one and way more positive reviews. So just do that. Just don't, if you're, whatever you put out first doesn't do well, that doesn't mean everything you put out will do the same because things will probably go better for you. All right, perfect. I love it. All right, so that is all that we have for today's show. Remember that age means nothing. It's all about what you want to do. You can do anything that you put your mind to. Look at Asher. He is doing well. So you guys can go to his page. Make sure y'all follow him. Buy those books. Support him. And on October 31st, I will be buying his book because I want to read it. Do you have audible versions of your book? I don't, know. It's pretty long. It'll probably take me forever. I like Audible. You know, I have that ADHD kick in, so. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I, don't, okay. I don't listen to audiobooks or read. It's just a little funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, so again, thank you guys so much for staying with us for the entire time. I hope you all enjoy the show. I hope you are inspired. And if the Lord says the same, I will see you all next week. Good night. Thanks, Asher. Well, thank you. Perfect.